<laughs> Welcome back to Montclair University as we navigate motherhood and celebrate moms that are authentic and real because mom life is real. Yeah. Welcome to episode one. <laughs> All right, so today's episode, I have the lovely Miss Alonda Hawkins. Yay. She is a mogul in the making, <laughs> filling it in the real estate industry yeah, and with the Hawkins Group. Uh, make sure you hit her up because we've already purchased, I don't know, a three, couple, three, yeah, a few. A couple of homes from her, so hit her up. Yes. Love her. She's amazing. So, Alonda, yes. today we're going to go ahead and dive in. Tell me if you had to, excuse me, if you had to share lecture notes on your life briefly. Mm -hmm. What would they be? Briefly. Well, just in a quick synopsis, um, I am a girl that was born and raised on the east side of Cleveland, Ohio. East side. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> um, I had two parents that were teenagers when they had me. Um, I was predominantly like kind of raised by my grandmother, um, my mom. Although very hard worker, you know, she was just very young, so she really couldn't do everything on her own. And my father, you know, was an addict. Um, but I kind of, I don't allow that that aspect of my life to define me. In fact, it was like the thing that motivated me, right? right? In terms of like um, the type of path that I wanted to create for my life and then eventually for my kids. I'm a mom of four, mm -hmm. um, which I am super grateful for. You know, we talk about yeah. this all the time. Our lives are so similar that yeah. we both have four. <laughs> I've got um, three girls, one boy, and then yeah, you've got, boys, one girl. yes, and our kids have known each other since all of them were like baby. tiny, yeah, like toddlers <laughs> and babies. So we've known each other forever. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's, that didn't define who I was, right? I use that as motivation um, to do better. Um, and the th I think the thing that I love the most, I don't know if this sounds like arrogant or cocky, is that I feel like I am, I'm a person who has like massive persistence and grit. And so I just don't believe in making excuses. Right. I think that, you know, you find a way out and you, you know, do the best that you right. can. You yeah. just push through. And I love yeah. that you said that because I feel very similar because again, we have similar lives. Mm -hmm. My mother was, Attic. My yeah. mother raised me and my sisters, and I'm often asked, "How did you, how did you get all of the motivation to become who you are?" And I'm like, yeah. "Why would I not want to be who right. I am?" Right. Yeah. When you come in that environment, you want to do better. So yeah. Living in the city, East Baltimore. Everybody know. All, everyone just knows Baltimore from The Wire. That's, yeah. And whenever I see Baltimore, <laughs> I'm like, "Is The Wire real?" I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that I think it's all about the grit. So I really love that you said that. Yes. Because that's how I feel. Okay, so if your motherhood journey was a course, what would the course title be? You know, you told me you were gonna ask this, and that was so hard, but <laughs> <laughs> mine's gonna sound crazy, probably, especially the like new moms, but I think the course would be, um, them kids gonna be all right. And I say that because, you know, when you're a new mom and you feel like you're kind of accosted by all these ideas of like how you're supposed to parent, it's all confusing and you're always nervous that you're going to mess up your kids, especially with the type of history that right. you, you and I have both had, then all the things and the gadgets you have to buy to make sure they're healthy and they're safe, it's just overwhelming, right? And I think, you know, after I've had now four kids, I learned that them kids going to be all right. You know what I mean? As long as, like my thing is, as long as they are soaked and saturated in love, you know what I mean, and intentionality, the kids are okay, like kids are very, very resilient. Um, and you don't have to like subscribe to all these different things that people tell you, you know what I mean? And like live in that constant anxiety. You know what I mean? I think that as, again, as long as they're raised in a household that's full of love, no matter what it looks like, and no matter if it's traditional or non-traditional, um, they're gonna be all right. They're gonna be all right. Yeah. Or if you're on the trail side of motherhood, you may say, fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to say it, but I didn't know what type of podcast it was. You know what I'm saying? F them, they'll be all right. <laughs> right. All right. So, question number three: What are the cliff notes to 
this course. Mm. You kind of gave us some. Yeah. Um, not really falling into the standards of society. Right. Things like that. I would say the biggest cliff note that I've only recently learned in the last few years is that it's okay. Like, you're not a bad mother to put yourself first sometimes. Honestly, listen. Because honestly, I honestly, when I started to focus more on myself and my own mental health, my own health, my like my self-care, um, and putting time and energy into myself, I actually became a better mother. You know what I mean? Like, the quality of my motherhood Increase. You know, I, there was a period of time where I was a stay-at-home mom for many, many years, and I just thought that that was like the way to be a good mom. And I was drained. I felt like I didn't exist as a person. Um, and you think because you're in the same house with your kids that you're spending quality time with them, but I wasn't. I was like washing all the time and doing a lot. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that is, it can be drained. Nothing's wrong with that. Right. But if that's all that you do is pour yourself out to them kids that you already said after, <laughs> but not to yourself, I think that I robbed them of my full and whole self. So the cliff notes is that one, them kids gonna be all right. If you tell your daddy to keep them for the, you know, a couple of days, you go and take care of yourself and you take time and take trips by yourself, like they gonna be okay. And honestly, again, I became a better mother when I started to take care of myself. You know, you go in a store, I don't know if you do this. I would go in a store, going to get something for myself, what's the, where's the first place you go? Oh, you go kids section. section, kids section. Like for everything that I did, right, like everything that I did was always like, and I, I believe in, of course, putting your kids at the absolute highest you know, place in your life, but that's not all that there is. You right. also have to care about yourself. You also can't give up on the dreams that you have for yourself. You can't um, kill who you are and right. sacrifice fully who you are to make sure they live because then, you know, what do you have left, right? right? They're gonna grow yeah, up. Look at Elle, how old she is. They ain't thinking about us. Right, right. They're starting to do their own thing. And then you're left with like, who am I? Yeah. And guess what? When you start to like reclaim your identity and you lean into that, like your kids actually end up being proud of you. Right. You know what I mean? Like they actually are like, yeah, go for it. Like that's they're your biggest cheerleaders. That's my biggest goal is I just want to make them proud of me. I yes. Them, I always want them to know where I came from. So mm -hmm. every time we visit Baltimore, I drive in my old neighborhood. Yep. Take Same here. Steps, yep. And I just show them like this is the city. I remember um, like a couple years ago we were driving around the city and I was like, so is Baltimore just black people? <laughs> oh my God. It's a lot of us. Right, there. yeah. So yeah, just showing them so that they're also grounded because as you know, we grew up, we didn't have everything that mm -hmm. our kids have. Yep. So oh giving, gosh, them, yes. giving them all these things, we want to make sure that they stay grounded, make sure they know where they came from. Right. And also promote what they can do in the future. So exactly. I love that. That's good, yeah. Okay, I love that. All right, question number four. After your completion of this course, what do you what would your final grade be? <laughs> of your course that you just gave us. Uh, them kids gonna be alright. Honestly, all right. I feel like so you know again there was a, a long period of our of my motherhood that I feel like I died a lot to myself and did not focus on myself. But now, so then I would say I was like at a D, but. Now, honestly, I feel like I'm hovering between, you know, I got a little A minus. I don't feel like I'm where I want to be, but I feel very proud of where I've gotten, right? right? And I don't feel bad about saying that. Like, I feel very proud of who I am, not just as a mother, but as a woman, um, as a business owner, as a friend, you know what I mean? Like, really leaning into that has just made me really happy about how it's turned out. And my kids are very well adjusted. They do really well in school. They're very sweet kids. You know, they get on each other's nerves every now and again. Right. Definitely get on my nerves sometimes. <laughs> but That's overall, right, that. but overall, they're really, really, like, like I, I like them. Like they're the type of people that I think if they're older, like I would like like hanging out with them. You know what I mean? Yeah. So to me, I feel like you know, despite and you know, I think I don't know if you have these type of thoughts, but I used to feel like because of what I came like came from, 
like maybe I didn't have the ability to give them something that maybe I didn't fully see. Um, but I saw that, you know, I did, right? And I, again, I think if you do the best that you absolutely can, those kids, they know. They know when you're being authentic and they know when, you know what I mean? Yeah. Girl, at all, at all. But I feel you yeah. on that, just like making sure you're your whole self and giving them just your whole self, like you right. said. But I, would, I can't even think of what I was going to say. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you were flowing. I forgot what that I was That was good, though. I love your grade. <laughs> because I think that's an amazing grade. Okay, let's see. What do you do to relieve stress? And we kind of talked about that mm. a little bit in the clip. Yeah, this is all new. I ain't trying to fake a neck like I always did this, but I do every quarter. Um, every 90 days, I take a break. One, because in the career that I'm... Huh? Well, this one was a fake one. I just took... This one was fake. I ain't gonna lie. This one was fake. But I do try to, like... And I try to be cognizant of everybody's in, like, different stages of life. But even if it's just two days where you just get away, like, try your best to turn off your phone if you can. But just to take time for yourself, that's what I do. For me, it's just doing many getaways. Like, we're in North Carolina, I go to the mountains, I go to the beach, you know what I mean? Just something where, it, again, it's just for me. Right. Not for them, you know, little nappy-headed kids. Nah, I love um, <laughs> Things like that. Um, I, you know, I know they say, like, the massages and all that, but for me, it's really just being away. Because I know if I'm still here, or if I'm still in the same house, I'm still gonna be doing all the things. I'm still gonna be a mommy mode. They're not gonna come to they gonna they gonna bypass their daddy for everything. They're gonna come right. straight to me for everything, so right? That's so funny because Maverick, when I was coming from your birthday dinner, yeah. party, Maverick called me <laughs> to ask me a question about his Nintendo Switch. I'm like, aren't you there? Right there. Driving? Girl, <laughs> they will leave the kitchen. Their daddy's standing in the kitchen, they'll leave the kitchen, right. come upstairs to my room and be like, Can you bring me some milk? I'm like, bro, pull <laughs> yourself some milk. Here. Right. No, they definitely do that. And even if you can't get away, like send them kids away. Because okay. what we say earlier, them kids gonna be all right. They gonna be all right. If you They'll have um, any type of village, like mom, I know everybody doesn't have grandparents, yeah. but if you have grandparents, if you have people right. you trust, friends, yeah. send them. And if you have a group of friends and all y'all are moms, like can you switch out times? Yes. Like can That's one mom idea. take the kids and y'all, you know what I mean? You get your break and y'all rotate. Every month, like one mom takes all the kids. There's a way to do it, even if it's not like a budget. So, you know what I mean? Like right. where you can get away. But just to be alone, like you need that. Everybody needs time to like recharge and like pour back into themselves. Exactly. One thing that I do on Mother's Day is I go to the hotel and I just sleep. Girl. Like, I don't want to be bothered. Yes. It's Mother's Day, but I want to be a mother alone. Listen. So I get a hotel room, I eat great food yes. in the room, I drink wine. Your food be still be hot food. when you yeah, eat it. You ain't got to cut up nobody's meat. Delicious. Yes. I can sleep alone. I don't have yes. actual that's literally every Mother's Day. And they get so offended. I'm just like, you will be up. They're like, it's Mother's Day. So they, I love, they give me a gift in the morning. Like, we'll have breakfast, and then I'm out. Yeah. Or they got to go. <laughs> yes. I love it. Okay, let's see. I can't even get my phone back. You can do the face ID thing. We'll talk about that later. Uh-oh. Okay. What are some of your greatest grows, glows of motherhood? Greatest grows or glows of motherhood? Hmm. Um. I don't know. Grows? Mm -hmm. Grows or just a glow? Glow. I don't. I, I feel like right now. I don't know if you could pick up on it, but like right now, I just feel like I'm in just such a like I went through a really really difficult time, but I just feel like I'm in such a good space. You know like what I mean? Yeah. I just feel like this is. I don't know how to explain it. But I think it's it's after having overcome like some really 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 difficult situations, right. um, and you know you go through healing, 
And then I'm like chilling, yeah. right? And I think it, it overflows. I feel like that's what I feel like I'm in a season of overflow, okay. right? You know, you feel like you've been putting in work and like harvesting for all these different things. And I just feel like now this is a season where like I get to reap those things and I am loving every second of it. I don't, you know what I mean? Like I don't take it for granted. And I feel like it overflows into my love for my kids and the time that I have for them. Um, I feel like it's overflowing into my business. Um, I, I don't know if that's helpful for anybody, but I just think that, you know, again, when you've been going through a really, really hard time and it feels like you're never gonna make it out and you feel like it's gonna be dark forever. And then when you start to see that light and you're like, dang, like, all right, I survived that. You know what I mean? Like, I feel so proud of, that's what it is. I feel so proud of myself that I survived it, right? Something that I, I thought that would kill me it did not, it did not break me. It, it broke me down for a minute, but I survived it, right? And so, and to know that my kids are good, um, my business is good, my friendships are good. I don't know, I just feel it's a good season. It's a good season. I'm glad to be here and Hey, you too, <laughs> but you know, because life is like it ebbs and flows, right? right? But you know, when you're in that dark moment and you just feel like, like I'm just like never gonna make it through this, and I felt like in that moment because I was, it was so hard, and I felt like I was. I, I'm not gonna say I was enjoying it by myself, but like I felt like a terrible mother because I'm just like I just feel like mentally I'm not I'm not in a space where I'm taking good care of them. Um, so I also feel grateful that after making it out, I'm seeing that they're okay too. Yeah, that they're okay. Yeah, they're okay. You judge yourself yeah, that time. yeah, like, you oh, do. Yeah, I'm so tired. And now I think that also just kind of feeds into, I think, especially black women now are starting to really claim, reclaim and like reclaim the space. But when it comes to mental health, yeah. that wasn't something that we talked about growing up yeah. in my house. No, they just like, get over it. Right, suck it up and get over it. And now, right. And now that we're like, we're, we're stepping away from those type of ideals and we're taking seriously like our mental health, like, I'm, you know what I mean? Like that, I think that's what helped is like actually like seeking out help getting therapy and like walking through that dark period in a healthy way so I wasn't just suppressing it and pushing it to the side. Yeah. And then also it was really helpful to hear my therapist say, your kids are resilient, they will be okay. That's you know what I mean? That's the one thing you really have to remember that kids are so resilient. They are. And we don't give ourselves grace. But, yeah. But also, yeah. let's celebrate Therapy Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I like every Thursday and I'm like, Therapy Thursday? Yes. And I'm excited about it. We don't talk about that too often. Okay, so let me ask you this one. Them damn tr uh, trucks. How would you describe your parenting style? I don't know. I, 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 was about to say, I, I saw that, that question and I was just like, I don't know. Like, I feel like. Yeah, I feel like I. I feel like I'm an organized mess. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I feel like I plan. I sometimes, like, figuring out, like, camp schedules and school schedules and after school, like, I have these giant post-it notes on the wall and everything is color coordinated. Like, I do my best to plan everything I can, but I also know that life just doesn't work that way, right? So, especially with four kids, it's just nonstop chaos and, like, things just always come up. So, I try my best to be, you know, like, very structured and organized as best I can, but I also have to extend a, a whole, whole hell of a lot of grace because things fall apart. Kids mess up your plans, you're on your way on time, and you somebody throw up or pee in their pants or something like that. So I don't know, I feel like it's an organized mess in terms of like how we're functioning. Um, and I try, I try my best to, I ain't trying to be my kids' friends, but I try to always create a safe space for them. To always, you know what I mean? Like, for the, like I always, so like when they tell me something big that they did, even if it was wrong, I try not to have like a giant reaction because I always want them to feel safe to come and talk to me. Yeah. All right. Um, okay, next question. What's one quote that you live by daily? 
Uh, I had one. I think I just forgot it. Oh. <laughs> uh, it's one I posted on my Instagram recently, and it said, um, some days she has no idea how she'll get it done, but every day she figures it out. Mm -hmm. Or something like that. And it really is. It's just, you know, in our life. With, I felt like that today. Yeah. Morning. It's just like we sometimes, oh and then with our personalities, like we pile, come on, we pile it up. Like in terms of like all the things, we want our kids and all the oh, things, and we don't want them to miss any opportunities. Yes. So we, so we overdo it. And people are like, are you sure you can do all this? I'm like, of course you can. I don't know, but we're going to do it. Um, because also I think that for me and my brain, I don't know if there's something wrong with my brain, but I just feel like nothing's impossible. Right. Right. And I don't like the attitude of like, of not even trying. I'm like, you don't know. I hate when people are like, no, that's not going to work. I'm like, how you know? Exactly. You ain't tried. So I just think for in, in relation to motherhood, I'm just like, you know, we'll figure it out. Mm -hmm. You know? And if it doesn't work, that's who like, cares? Try again. Yeah. As Alita says. Right. Hey. Try again. Ow, ow, ow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if first you don't succeed, we're going to dust ourselves off and try again. All right. I take that back. That's my quote. That's my quote. That's Use that one. Okay. Pocket. If at first you don't succeed. Dust yourself off and, and what? Try, try again. Let it go. <laughs> That's what we teach our kids, right? Right. Yeah. So we got to apply it to our lives as exactly. well. Yeah. How about, can you share with us maybe one or two missteps that you've had made in your business or your career that you will never, ever do again? Um, oof, so many. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say in the most recent, in the career that I'm in as a real estate agent, um, I own my own real estate team. Um, and I, I would say the biggest mistake, and I know it seems so simple, but the biggest mistake is putting my clients before my kids, right? In the industry that we're in, your clients, do, they can be very demanding, and the industry is very demanding, and you always feel like there's always, some, always a fire you have to put out, there's always something you need to do, and you feel like you're the only person who can do it. One, it was a little arrogant to feel like I was the only person that could. Um, but two, because them emergencies are going to be there the next day, right? But I don't want to sacrifice my opportunities and time with my kids and the limited amount of time we have with them before they're grown um, for clients. You know what I mean? Like, I love my clients, for sure. But I started setting boundaries where our conversations end at 6 or 7 because guess what? If you're calling me about an emergency with your paperwork, <laughs> It's not going to fix it. It's not going to fix it at 6.30, right? We will talk again at 8 o'clock. And so I set my phone down, and I don't, like, I, when I first got into real estate, I would talk to people at 10.30 and 11 o'clock at night. And I was just like, I'm not sacrificing my kids for none of them, because they ain't going to think about it. After that transaction closed, right. they ain't thinking about me again. And so I absolutely, during business hours, give my absolute all to all my clients and make sure they're very, very well taken care of. And when that day ends, I set that boundary. And if I have anybody who has a problem with it, then they're not my client anymore. And at this point, I've not had anybody who's had a problem no, with it, I love right? That because it makes me think about Jacoby. Mm -hmm. He was working for the bank. There was a client that called him at 11 p.m. Mm -hmm. She was coming from revival. Oh, absolutely not. Girl, I've had people call me I've had people call me at 2 a.m. What about drunk? Have you had a drunk call? No, not yet, thank God. No. I mean, but they literally and again, this is not against them. Like if you don't set the boundary, because I know of agents who feel very proud of the fact that they say I answer the phone at any time and I'm just like Congratulations. Mm, yeah, that's a no for me. Like I'm not sacrificing my kids for this industry. Um, because I say I'm doing it for them, but if right. I'm like if I'm doing it for them, I need to like be present with them. Like exactly. I don't want to build a life where I've made a lot of money for them and they don't want to be bothered with me. You know what I mean? So I would say that's the absolute biggest misstep. And then I would say the other is just that the other misstep is just allowing guilt to run my life. Mm -hmm. I don't allow myself to feel guilty about the things that I do in my career 
You know, like that mom guilt? No, I like, I like shut it, shut it down. I'm just like, I'm not. Like, I'm going to do what I need to do because I've now taken the steps to set those boundaries. And my kids understand. I'm like, hey, you know, you got to eat. Right. <laughs> you know, you still want food. So, <laughs> I don't know, toss up. Um, but they also know, like, they know that I take that seriously. But when that ends, I take my time with them seriously. I still don't sacrifice being a room mom and participating in all their classroom events and showing up to embarrass them at lunch and sit down with them. And they're like, okay, my middle schooler, she's like, all right, can you go? And still, you know what I mean? Like, those are non-negotiables for me, but I also just don't allow myself to feel guilt anymore. Yeah, I Yeah. That's good. All right, so how about, think about your workspace. Mm -hmm and tell me what you love the most about it and what's one thing that you'd like to improve. <laughs> I think, this is not a thing. The thing I love the most about my workspace is the people who work for me. And let me tell you why. It's because when I, was, when I started out and I was by myself, I was doing all the things and I was like losing my mind and my hair. And so one of the things that my coach, I, have a, I had a coach and she taught me is that it's okay to bring on leverage, right? To help so that you can, have, you can reclaim some of your time but still generate the same amount of income. So it's not necessarily a thing in my workplace, it's the idea of it's okay to have leverage, so I pay people to do things. And why is this rel uh, related to other moms that maybe don't have a business? No. Look, really what do you do now with your house? If you're ho I pay people to clean, help me clean my house, I drop off, oh, listen, Lord Jesus, I need that. But I drop off my clothes for laundry. Like, and, and when she said that, she was like, think about how much you make an hour. And I, we figured it out. And then she was like, how much is it per hour to pay somebody to clean? I'm like, $20. She was like, do you make a lot more than that? I was like, I do. She was like, so wouldn't you rather pay somebody that $20, reclaim that time, and spend it with your kids? She was like, or the free time that you have, do all those things, but you're not actually spending it with your kids. And I was just like, huh. Because I felt guilty. You know, you kind of have like this, yeah. ah, I shouldn't. So if there are areas that you have the ability to use some leverage, honey, that's the best tip anybody ever gave me. So that's my thing in my workspace is that I pay people to do the non-income generating things. So now I have a lot more free time to do the things that generate income and then frees me up to still be flexible with my kids' school and time with them. I love that because let me tell you, I'm going to have my house clean every two weeks. Sis, they come in Friday. Came to <laughs> a nice, beautifully clean home after Costa Rica. It's the best thing. <laughs> the best Hear me. When I say it just, it like lifts the stress in your life. And we always do this thing called a house reset. Like when your house is reset, it's easier for it to stay clean longer. Mm -hmm. And when they do that, it just does something to everybody's mental health. And it's not, my kids still have to clean. They have chores. They got to do stuff. Mm -hmm. But that deep clean where you just want every ounce of the house clean, right. honey, yes, we will be so paying somebody. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Okay, so before you go, mm -hmm. before you leave our audience, tell our listeners what passion projects you're working on and how they can find you. Passion projects. Um, well, I am trying to start other businesses. Um, right now I'm kind of branching into, I mean, it's still real estate, but right now I'm a realtor. Um, now I'm starting to buy, I just bought uh, my second investment property and it's the first one I've ever bought cash. Nice. And I bought it in my hometown. I just feel really proud of that. Like that was exciting. Yeah, it was exciting to, be, to buy it in my hometown. I just felt really, yes, yeah, you want to do it in Baltimore yeah, or you say Baltimore. Um, <laughs> But um, I really want to start like Airbnbs. But my, I think the, the next thing that I really want to do is to start coaching other women in this industry nice. um, to have become, can I, um, <laughs> um, I, you know, I've been licensed for four years. Last year I was the number one agent in my office and 
I like to say that out loud, out of like 260 agents, I'm pretty sure the first black woman in the firm to do that, even though I don't know if it's been acknowledged. Um, <laughs> and to be a mom of four and to still find ways to be like present with my kids, to me feels like such a huge accomplishment. And I want to help other women do the same. And so I, I coach people on Saturdays, but like I want to kind of, I stop so I can like zoom in and focus on finding a way to like motivate other moms specifically in this industry to say, not you can't necessarily have both perfectly all the time like not all would be perfect but it is possible it's possible you know you talk they talk about um like you know the idea of like you should marry your rich man and i just like i feel like i'm a rich man <laughs> how about that no no but yeah so i would say those like venturing into having airbnb um, doing more investment properties um, and coaching other women. Oh, how do you find me? So I would say my Instagram is Alonda, A-L-L-O-N-D-A, the agent. Um, that's on Instagram, and if you do that, I guess with the forward slash on Facebook, you'll find me there. Um, I'm the team leader of a group called the Hawkins Group. That's my last name, Alonda Hawkins. An amazing client party. We did. It was so fun. Um, uh, and that one, I mean, yeah, you can find. If you find me there, you'll find me. Yeah. Before we go, we're going to have a quick lightning round oh. of this or that. Okay. She's not prepared. <laughs> I'm not at all. Introvert or extrovert? Don't think about it. <laughs> You're not going to believe this, but introvert. Lefty or righty? Righty. Simple or glam? Glam now. <laughs> <laughs> Used to be simple, yes. but now it's glam. Rain or sunshine? Uh, sunshine. Early bird or night owl? Early bird. I like to say night hawk. I don't really know where I get that term <laughs> from because hawks are not out at night, but I always say night, night hawk. Night hawk. <laughs> no, I am early Get bird. even or get over it? Uh, now, at this point in life, I get over it. Night owl or night in? Night in. Calls or texts? Girl, text. Don't be mad at me. <laughs> Sunrise. Who calling people? <laughs> people be calling, okay? Sunrise or sunset? Ooh, sunset. I've been obsessed with sunsets. It's so gorgeous. And your pictures be fly, sunset, too. Let me just say. Always late or always early? Uh, I try to be early in my industry. Yeah, I try to be early, just for professionalism. But if it's personal, definitely late. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> definitely. Dog person or cat person? Dog. Who's fooling with cats? I don't know. Only cat I like is Zoe. Honey, Zoe wants a cat. <laughs> She's begging. It's a no. Nasty. Oh, no offense to cat lovers. Yes, no <laughs> and to your cute little cats at home. Love them up, okay? But it's a no for me. Dreamer or realist? Uh, I'm a dreamer. I would die if I couldn't dream. Yes. Yes. I can't it's breathe if I can't dream. Yeah. Yeah. And lastly, walking or driving? Here you would have. Here in Winston? <laughs> <laughs> Who's walking somewhere here? Uh, if you're back, like if you're in a big city, yeah, walking for sure. Walking. Yeah. Here? <laughs> no, we got to drive. Walk everywhere. Here, you've got to have a car. Yeah. Okay, well, thank you so much, Alanda. Thank you for having me. Talking with you today, and I'm so happy to have you on the podcast. So fun. I hope that we tune in to the next episode, but also I wish you so much. Tune in. This girl is so smart and so creative, and how cute is this? Your your whole setup is just so cute. So proud of you. Well, before we go, today's episode is not sponsored by Rosé, but maybe it can be in a future. Hey, call us. We'll see you on the next episode.